0: Don't let me go too far off the rails. Yeah, I don't want to Don't want to edit this for 2 hours no, <laughs> for 20 minutes. I so. will.
1: Says <laughs> hot take. Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With Time and a Premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. Why do couples fight about money? Why is this a topic that we don't talk about prior to joining our lives together? What is one thing that can ruin a marriage if left unchecked? Today, we are going to discuss answers to these questions and six basic financial tips to consider in marriage, including a hot take of ours. The topic of money is becoming more and more complex, and couples need to get on the same page with their finances.
0: Welcome to the Family Order Podcast. Today, we're going to dive into a potentially polarizing topic. This topic is vital in a thriving marriage and family life, and it can have long-term implications on your future. What is it? Marriage and finances, of course. When couples tie the knot, they aren't just joining their families and their lives together, they're also linking their finances. We prepare for months for the big day flowers for the wedding, dresses, location of the ceremony, music, guests, food, etc. The honeymoon can even be planned fervently. And kids are even discussed in advance, hopefully. But For some reason, people don't tend to desire an in-depth discussion regarding their finances before getting hitched. Finances can be a touchy subject because it doesn't seem to fit the narrative about marrying your soulmate who was destined to be with you in love forever and ever. Real life is often very different, especially after the in-love feeling starts to wane. It can also be a sensitive topic when two people may have completely different spending habits or even incomes. We've seen this amongst our friends. Mm -hmm. Typically, the guy is a little bit more stable before the marriage. You know, maybe he didn't come into the marriage with any debt because he had a great upbringing and parents paid for college, you know, things like that. And the woman or girl... Was hopping from job to job to job, you know, Mm -hmm. not making a whole lot, making minimum wage and things like that. So one of the keys to marriage is to get on the same page with finances, which includes your debt, your earnings, your spending habits, etc.
1: Yeah, because it's not something you necessarily want to bring up when you're still courting and it's but it leads to problems later if you start seeing some warning signs people later then say yeah i kind of ignored some red flags that i probably should have yeah maybe the guy was like
0: the saver one of our friends we joke about him blowing dust out of his wallet because he never opens it and then you know maybe the girl is kind of the spender you know she likes to get her nails done her hair done shop. You Which know, that's like fine that. if
1: you can afford it. Yeah. If you make good enough money to afford all that and still be able to save, you got your 401k lined up and all your bills are getting paid, you know, then you can, of course, if you've got some discretionary income, by all means, those things are great. And saving money is not always fun. That's we <laughs> all re- we all recognize that.
0: There's a lot of classes and articles that talk about communication in marriage or how to raise kids, but there's not a lot of preparation regarding finances once you're married.
1: Not a lot of preparation for finances in general. Yeah. You have to be a finance major to actually get that.
0: And it's one of the major reasons for problems in marriage and why couples start to have frequent fights.
1: And we're not big supporters of splitting finances when married. That's our hot take. (laughs) There are several reasons for this, and Allie, will will get back to you on this. I know this is one of your favorites, but we do respect people that handle their own situation how they see fit, to each their own. We always have had a joint bank account and shared everything. Yes. That's debt, Since I was
0: 17 and you were 21. Mm
1: -hmm. That's that's all the debt, income, spending, Mm -hmm. and so on, which is a little easier for us because we were starting all that out together from the ground floor. Yeah. So it wasn't like one of us had already advanced pretty far or one of us had already developed a lot of issues with finances before we got married. So it may sound a little easier, but uh, we built all that up together. So we share the wins, we share the mistakes because we've done them all together. Our parents and family members all did it this way too. They just joined bank accounts.
0: and um, From what we know. I...
1: It can have its ups and downs too. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably have a similar like an offshoot but it's it's similar to that model Mm -hmm. of just you mash everything together Mm -hmm. we've all witnessed and experienced many issues with finances in marriage think about it not having a budget not having any goals financially keeping secrets on spending or debt no general communication on money as if there's just nothing to discuss here we got ourselves into financial trouble as well And still struggle to stay ahead of it with the kids, the house, and all the other fun.
0: We have a lot of fun.
1: We do. (laughs) Probably a little too much sometimes.
0: Uh, In episode 11, we discussed ways to save money and setting some financial goals with a budget. We talk about money frequently and are starting to build some momentum again after getting off track. Life happens, right? Right. I primarily physically have been the one that pays the bills meaning like get on the computer and and pay the bill (laughs) <laughs> and it started
1: small when I was working more yes. and you were home more and it, we didn't have that many bills. It wasn't like it was You've a huge You've always burden.
0: worked more than me. I've always had more sure. of the extra time to, to do things like that. So, but we do consider ourselves partners in how we manage the money mm-hmm. um, and we both literally pay the bills.
1: Right. We earn the money to pay the bills and mm-hmm. we both together make decisions on, okay, we have some extra, let's pay extra on this, or let's make a decision on that. It's not like one person rules with an iron fist.
0: Exactly. So we try and learn and make sure that we're on the same page every single week. We both have all of the login information to every single account. Key tip. Yeah. (laughs) And we know where our money is coming in and going out. Uh, So if something were to happen to me, Ben would know exactly what day, what bills need paid without so much as a skip.
1: Right. It's something you don't want to have to worry about when
0: something bad happens. Exactly. There are no fights about money because we talk about our expenditures and neither of us spends a lot of money overall. And actually of the two of us, I'm I'm I think considered the spender, but I think that's because I have more time on my hands.
1: Probably. And I'm
0: and I have had the kids and you mm. know we run errands. I'm the errand runner. Well,
1: you always and, get emails about deals, yes. you get notifications, you're looking at this stuff, following things online, where I don't typically do that. So you're more aware of yes. so this stuff's being thrown at you quite a bit.
0: So, splitting finances is something that we have never really done and don't fully understand be quite honest Uh, if you separate the bank accounts are you afraid to go all-in with someone and be fully committed is there a large income disparity Mm -hmm. and there may be a lack of trust who pays for the kids and who pays what bills it's, it all ta- just sounds too complicated to me and it turns into keeping score of who pays for what or whose turn is it and this is my little funny rant because we w- we will go out to eat with friends and things like that and we do have friends that split the bills Um, I don't know that we've ever really like asked them like why or how I don't, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to pry into people's financial situations. We're kind of throwing ours out there for the public to see, you know, and that's our prerogative. We're not going to ask people, but anybody listening that wants to comment or send (laughs) us an email or something, if you do it this way, please let me know why I don't get it. So we'll be at dinner and you know, our friends will will say, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get this, honey, or, you know, oh, it's your turn and stuff. And I'm like, and so Ben and I will joke, you know, in, a, in kind of a backhanded way. And I'll be like, oh, honey, you got this and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I got this. And he'll pull out his card. And It's the exact same yeah. bank account. <laughs> it doesn't say, matter. <laughs> say,
1: I've got dinner tonight. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah,
0: exactly. And stuff. But
1: these are friends that are married and have kids and have yes. a house together. So
0: And so I'm like, so what? whose bank account does, like, the diapers come out of? Whose bank account does the bills come out of? You know, whose bank account does school supplies come out of? Like, do you guys go Dutch on, like, the electric bill? Like, like your roommates in college? I just don't, I don't understand that. I think the other part of that, too, especially, I think, when it comes to, like, being out and dinner and stuff like that, number one, we don't have to discuss it Mm -hmm. or anything, is that that is your masculine... I guess, authority. When you go out to dinner, the waiter or waitress hands you the check. Typically. And you pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's like your masculine authority. It, it, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm providing food for my <laughs> family. <laughs> and I don't even have to, like, think about it. Um, I think sometimes, like, I'll I'll take the the thing in, like, tip or in their sign or something like that. Especially if we're with the kids or something yeah. and we're distracted. But... Like, I don't typically pull out my card to pay for for much because it's the same bank account.
1: Yeah, it's it just feels like a lack of being a team together because you're still keeping track of...
0: Who pays who, for the baby who, who formula? Who pays for
1: what? And, well, what about the hospital bills for yes. the baby, too? Who pays that for that? Is that the mother's
0: because it came out of right. her hoo-ha?
1: And then you've got insurance and benefits. <laughs> yeah. Is everybody on the one but yet you're still separating out just bills? That seems
0: so complicated to me. Well,
1: and I think it, it probably bothers you because it seems like in some cases it can lead to trouble because mm-hmm. you start having a fight and eventually it's gonna come up who earns the most and who pays most of the bills. Yeah. Yep.
0: And I think that's Is something. Is there like people, a percentage formula that you I do? Don't know. Like, oh, you make you make Seventy five percent of the income I make twenty five percent of the income, but we split the bills fifty fifty. So that what, doesn't what if somebody sense. gets a
1: raise and now you gotta recalculate? I'm like, that seems so or complicated.
0: It, and and on the other <clears throat> hand of that, do people actually discuss it? Are they di- like that would that would warrant more discussion to me <clears throat> than even what you and I do on a weekly basis when it comes to bills.
1: Well, I think in both cases it could lead to an issue of whoever's making the most money um, can get taken advantage of a little bit. Exactly.
0: Oh, we had another friend who his ex-wife now. Mm-hmm. What she made, which was minimal, was just fun money. Right. He paid for everything.
1: And that's and that's okay, I guess, if that's what they want to do. But it it can I would feel bad later. as a wife. It would. Yeah, everybody wants to feel like they contribute something. They have some say so in how the money's spent. But if you don't earn much, you don't pay a lot of the the money. Do you feel like you? really have a lot of authority over any of that, Um, but anyways, we digress. This is something we'll touch back on as well. Here are some general tips we have uh, that can help many people out there that maybe aren't quite sure how to make improvements to their finances as a couple. And keep in mind this is not an exhaustive list of everything out there, but we think it's a good start. So First tip is to review your credit and debt history together. That's right, together. And this can happen before the, the marriage ceremony or after, but it needs to happen. Oh, my gosh. And
0: Preferably before. I would think so, <laughs>
1: but most people don't, mm-hmm. especially if you got married young like we did. There was really not much to talk yeah, about with finances, but mm-hmm. uh, we really need to make sure we're on a team. You know, we share the bad credit scores, we share the student loan debts, Mm -hmm. as well as earnings. Again, this is where there could be a disparity and somebody may feel taken advantage of. So we do prefer to do this before the wedding. That's what would be our top suggestion. You shouldn't get married to someone then find out later that they have massive debt. Mm -hmm. So it removes those surprises. Also discuss your financial goals, that's the second tip. This should happen weekly. But you need a larger goal that you're striving to achieve. This is especially important regarding large decisions like home loans, vehicles, or having children.
0: If you take a look at our Facebook page, we actually have a goal-setting worksheet um, on our group page that you can download. And this is the exact resource that Ben and I developed and we use Mm -hmm. on all of our goal-setting, whether that be health or business or financial um and it's it's a great resource it sets you up for your five-year goal which ours is financial freedom and then it breaks that down by year and quarter and then monthly actually even so so absolutely great resource go over to our facebook group page um, and you will see that resource there it's a fillable pdf super easy to use
1: and keep in mind that with Any discussion we're having around budgets and goals, those are great to have, but you have to follow them. Mm -hmm. Just talking about it and writing it down doesn't actually do any good if you splurge and keep blowing your money. So the third tip is to joint or not to joint. (laughs) Decide if you will have a separate or a joint bank account. This can be at your own personal preference, and you can do a hybrid, the separate part could be an allowance system the joint part can be everything else we don't completely follow the allowance method even though we've tried it but we recognize it can work for some
0: i'm keeping my mouth shut yeah i understand (laughs) 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 Number four, develop a budget. This is weekly, monthly, and quarterly. Annually is a little bit too big, but you can at least have a bigger goal in mind that you are headed for directionally. We actually have our budget in our Google Drive, and it is a share file that I update every single week uh, Mm -hmm. just from paying bills, what's coming up. So basically, to give you an idea, we survive completely off of Ben's income. We are so blessed with his job and what he has worked for and worked towards that we are able to survive solely off of his income. I say survive. We are able to thrive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and meet our financial goals, which are lofty um, with what I bring in. So every single week I go through and the first paycheck of the month that Ben gets pays these bills. The second paycheck of the month that Ben gets is these bills. We are able to go through that, and I work months in advance just to see what's coming up. And then we'll add things in there, you know, like, oh, we had tree trimming done. That's 350 bucks. Oh, we had to renew our passports. That's 220 Things like that are on there as well, getting service done on different whatchamacallits and stuff. It's in our Google Drive. It's shared. It's updated. Ben can pop in at any time and look at it. Um, Obviously, he can pop into the bank account at any time and look at it as well. But that also leads us into tip number five. You need to delegate who's in charge of the finances. So it is a team activity, but ideally, you should have the person with more experience and history with handling finances as the one who is physically paying the bills, you know, updating the document in the drive, and making sure that all the accounts are set up and things. You should know, you should both know what's coming in and going out. Otherwise, you can't improve your situation. And if something bad happens, one of you can still handle the budget, which we touched on earlier. Right. And lastly, number six, get financial advice. This could include taxes, investments, debt, and much more. It's okay not to be a financial expert, and this is where you can outsource the task to someone with more experience. This investment is definitely worth the spend. We met with a financial advisor a couple years ago just Mm -hmm. to see which direction we should go, um, but we will definitely go back to him when we are in a better situation to invest our money.
1: Remember overall that you're still a team and you should have goals that are raising the bar. Finances are a huge part of improving your lives together, but it can be difficult for people that aren't accustomed to having these conversations. This can make money something that you don't have to fight about and will make it much easier to focus instead on the priorities in your life that do make you happy. It can be uncomfortable or even a sensitive topic, but it will pay off long term. Things will change and you'll just have to roll with the punches. Establishing good money practices early in a marriage is vital and will lead to more stability and a fulfilling marriage.
0: This week's call to order is to set quarterly goals together and start having a marriage meeting each week. Review your goals and how you're performing versus those goals. It doesn't need to take long. Five to ten minutes is sufficient, especially as you gain momentum. Make sure you come prepared to have a meaningful discussion and keep it positive. Don't point fingers or get defensive. We are all human and we all make mistakes. Stay on top of it and you'll look back and wish you would have started sooner. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on social media at thefamilyorder. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.